Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. Little Jay is about to turn 16, but will her birthday be sweet? Hey, everyone. I'm S. I'm C. And we're Castle Girls. Why did you hear Where is she being Serena? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Castle Girls. <laughs> And we are two women of color that talk about Gossip Girl. The whitest show in the world. The whitest show. The whitest show in the white. world. With a capital H. I went off the air in 2012, but who gives a shit? We love this show. So we're going to talk about episode 20 of season two, Remains of the Day. Jay. I'm sorry. Remains, Remains of, of the, the Jay. Day. Damn straight. Which comes from Remains of the Day. You see, I got confused. Yes, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> so the Netflix description for Remains of the J is Serena throws Jenny a party for her 16th birthday, but things get out of control when Poppy Lifton turns a small gathering into a huge social event. Poppy Lifton is back. What the fucking worst name ever. Ugh. Okay. The Poppy Lifton is back, man. Poppy fucking Lifton. So we last saw her at uh, the the fashion sh- uh, the fashion show that mm-hmm. Blair's mother had. Where she was sitting with Serena when yeah, Blair and Eleanor, Serena were yeah, fighting. Yeah, Eleanor Warder. Yeah. So that was the last we saw of Poppy Lifton. We know she's basically a socialite who's probably in her mid-20s. Who knows why she's hanging out with teens? It's fine. She's very good friends with Serena. Well, I feel like that kind of, like, in, in, in socialite... Oh, that's true. Socialite. It doesn't really matter how old you are. No, because they all go to the same parties. Who, yeah. They all can do the same things. Like, pe- like people will never card them. They yeah. invite them to clubs. They never Socialite go. 15 is a regular person's 21. Absolutely. 14, maybe. Yeah, like, they go out, and they go out when they want to, and people, like, designers make clothes for them, buy them, and all that shit. So, so weird. Yeah, it's a very... I well, being be an socialite. It, yeah, being an it girl is... um that's a full-time job. It is. As, Pippa, as Poppy uh, definitely reiterates in this episode. Yeah, so Jenny is about to turn 16 years old. And 16, sweet 16. A song by Hilary Duff. Oh my God, a okay. fact that I knew and Cher did not know. Let me just lord that over <laughs> you for a second. <laughs> I sweet love Hilary Duff so much, though. Like, oh, she's so great. So I'm so excited for... A few seasons later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll cut that out. Okay. But but I just, I, she's so great. She's so great. So anyway. Hillary Duff, if you ever want to be on this podcast. We are here. Yeah. You, you did a music video about Tinder, which I also love. <laughs> so. I love you and younger so much. Oh my God. I love her. So great. So oh my God. The Lizzie McGuire movie. So good. So good. Everything, everything about you, Hillary Duff is amazing. Mm-hmm. We're here for you and here for it. So Serena and Lily try to plan a soiree for Jenny and her sweet 16. Sweet 16. And Jenny's like, no, you know what? I'm good. I kind of want to just like chill at home and play board games. I'm like, yes, queen. Yes. And so like, you know, Jenny's had her in and out with the the girls at um, Constance. Constance. Yeah. And so she's like, I've had like so many issues with them. Like, you know what happened? Like, I'm not myself. I turned into this like, you know, manipulative person who does anything backstabbing, like just disrespecting everyone. So she's like, you know, I don't want to see those people. Yeah, valid. She's self-aware. She's like, you know what? Probably not my scene. The only person that has grown in this entire series has been Jenny. Yeah, I know. Jenny, shout out to Jenny. Yeah. Jenny, little Jay, love you. Yeah, exactly. So Serena's like out shopping and she sees Poppy Lifton. And Poppy's like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in a while. And she's like, yeah, you know, but it's like busy with school. 
fighting with Blair, I getting back together with Dan, Dan breaking up with Dan. And she's like, oh, it looks like something like Kevin changed at all. And Serena's like, okay, bitch. Yeah, because that's literally what was happening the last time that yeah. Poppy saw her. But also, like, Serena's like, okay, well, you don't know my whole life story. She's like, I kind of do. And so, like, Poppy essentially, like, manipulates Serena into, like, you know, getting back into the scene. Saying, like, you know, you need to get yourself out there. You know, like, you're going to, you know, miss out. We're having fun. And you're not, you know, having fun with us. You're just being super high school. Right. And she's also being super high school at the same time. Yeah. Like by po- saying that. Right. She's being a mean girl. Yeah. It's a different elevated version of it. Oh, my God. And so Serena, like, you know, was kind of, like, checking herself. She's like, you know... I need to get back out there. You know, I'm going to be left yeah. behind. Poppy's doing things like going to Spain with her boyfriend, Gabriel. Just because. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what it girls do. Yeah, they, they travel. And so um, Serena kind of confides in Poppy and she's like, yeah, I'm definitely kind of in a rut right now. And I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And so. Um, yeah, Poppy basically suggests that, like, you can turn this, like, 16 16- this 16 family get together yeah until like a, a, a at least a decent soiree you know yeah they're appreciated it's a classy adult party and like you know when you're 16 years old you want to be as much of an adult as possible you know that right serena <laughs> like oh basically just like being super manipulative it sucks and serena's like uh yeah like she's like super manipulatable like it's yeah like, serena serena is so gullible. she never ever realizes that people are trying to like take advantage of her, her. yeah exactly yeah. and so so serena is like out shopping with jenny and she's like hey buy this really cute dress that you wanted to buy for a fancy party anyway and so like they she just buys a cute dress i don't know yeah it's, it's a fine. cute dress it's like um it's like um collared oh not collared it's like so, a, like a neckline yeah we'll so it's, it's fashion, a, but yeah. we'll go in fashion so she buys it. she buys a really cute dress and it's like a fancy dress and it's like she's um so uh so she serena starts planning like this elaborate soiree for jenny and jenny still doesn't know about it and jenny still expects right because a party was initially already like in the works yeah anyway and then and serena wanted canceled. it canceled so serena like calls everybody up it's like actually changed her mind or it's not going to be just a small get together it's going to be like a larger get together too so like oh you God. know it's not supposed to be canceled it's supposed to be like you know upgraded so it's it's poppy lifted Poppy lifted. She li- yeah, exactly. Ugh. She lifted it. I just I just want to take talk about the name Lifton for a second. Like the the name Poppy Lifton, it sounds like a character from like a Beatles musical. Yes. Something. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. No, it's not. But like, it sounds <laughs> like it sounds like a little girl in like a Madeline novel or in a Madeline book or something. Absolutely. Like, Poppy Lifton was the. You know, the, the cheerleader. Pop, see Poppy Lifton run. Yeah, see her. See her run. See her fly away because yeah. her last name's Lifton. Obviously, she'd be like, have magical powers where she could fly. Yeah, sure. But she doesn't, she seems like magical. She doesn't seem like yeah. some like basic, you know, bitch, which she is. Poppy Lifton is like everything about her just oozes manipulation. For sure. There's like always that underlying current of, I'm going to take advantage of you in some form. Well, yeah, she, she's, she's a woman who gets what she wants. Yeah. So, you know, Serena now is changing. Serena was like, I'm happy with my life, but actually, maybe I'm in a rut. Yeah, like, she was fine. She's doing her. She's a 17-year-old girl focusing on school. Oh, the... That's oh, so boring. The Stop nerve it. of her <laughs> having, you know, boyfriend troubles at 17 years old. Boy problems. Serena's, Serena's got them. <laughs> I wish I had some, too. <laughs> I wish I had some. Too. Um. Yeah, so... 
Serena is now fucking up Jenny's plans oh and like God. making an excuse for her, you know, essentially to have a party. And it's a bummer because like it's not about Serena, it's about Jenny, and she's making it all about her, much like Poppy was making it all about her to Serena. Oh, you must be Jenny. It's so nice to meet you. I'm Poppy. Hi. Serena, I wasn't expecting any of this. Oh, well, my mom wanted you to have your dream dress. We thought Miss Sony would be right, so I brought a friend to help with the selection. <laughs> so what about that one? <laughs> Well, I wish I was the kind of girl who was having the kind of party where I could wear this kind of dress. I'm not, so I, th I think I guess I'll just I'll just try this one. So, what do you think? We like that one better. Okay, I guess I guess I'll just try it on. <laughs> So, in the meantime, we have what happened last week with Blair and Nate. Yes. So, at the end of the episode, Blair and Nate were seemingly together, you know, doing something in her bedroom at hey. nighttime. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Nair after dark. <laughs> Nair after dark. Still good. Still good. Um, so Serena has been, um, so, you know, Blair's been her downward spiral, but apparently she's had, like turned, turned over a new leaf. And so Serena's been calling Blair to make sure she's awake. And so she calls Blair this one morning and she's like, Blair, are you up? Like, I just want to check in. And Blair's like, yeah, I'm still in bed. Dorota, get me something. But then you see Blair and she's actually walking out. She's out in these streets doing something. She's actually out in the streets walking somewhere and <laughs> yes. lying. She's lying to Serena about yes. being still in bed. Yeah, and like it's so obvious that she's lying to you. So much so that like she's across the street from Serena at one point pretending she's in still in bed. Yeah. Well, they hear the same car honk. And like, so... It's so bad. And Serena's like, wait, where are you? Are you actually in bed? And uh, Blair's like, I don't know. That that was nothing. And then Serena's like, oh, maybe that was on my end because it was also on her end, mm -hmm. technically. Um, so that's, yeah, I don't know who knows why she's lying, but and someone who knows exactly what Blair is doing is Chuck. Of course, because he's a fucking spy. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he has a stalker. His, he has his PI. I can't do Chuck's voice at all. PI. PI. I sent my PI. I know. I, I still can't do it. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, it's like a weird thing because he's, he's British pretending to be American and it's, it fucks up his accent. A little bit, but also you don't need to pretend to be a boy. It's fine. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, so uh, Chuck sends Vanessa an email. So Vanessa and Nate are still like we don't really know what's going on with them. Like they didn't break up fully in the last episode. Yeah, it wasn't official, but it's it's apparent. It's, it's happening. Yeah, it's definitely assumed that they're no longer together. And so Chuck sends an email from Nate's uh, his from Nate's e easily hackable email account um, to Vanessa saying apparently soccer's been the password since forever <laughs> his password is soccer like okay Nate like you could even like change the O to zero rich. or something you shouldn't have a word as your password I mean no one should have a word as their password you should be using something else you know that's that I, I consider this an old tech low tech moment also which we can discuss later for sure um, so Vanessa, so he sends an email from Vanessa saying that Nate wants to meet her at his house. And so she shows up and who, who there is, but who's there, but Chuck in his limo being like, I've seen Blair coming out of Nate's house every single day this week. 
this time. And Vanessa's like, what? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. And he's like, well, I want Blair and you want Nate. So let's like team up. And she's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. And so, of course, she didn't take long for her to think about it. Yeah. So. uh, All right. So then Chuck is talking to Blair about Nate. And so he he sees that something is like happening between them, possibly. And um, she says, it's fine. We're just friends. I'm bringing him breakfast every day. Which, why are you bringing him breakfast? I don't know. That's it's a weird thing. It's to see him every morning and, yeah. like, you know, try like, to, you know, try to implant the idea of them together. It's a weird thing to do. Like, I would never bring someone breakfast every single day. What would you bring them? A bagel? Probably. And I also, I feel like it might be something that they used to do. Oh, when they were they, dating, that makes yeah. sense. Like, and they spent a lot of time together, so like, you know, they probably relationship. Just, if you want to seduce me, bring me breakfast every morning. Or when to seduce me, bring me food. <laughs> just <laughs> true. Any, just literally any time. The way to a girl's heart is through her stomach. Absolutely. <laughs> the way to a gossip girl's heart is through her stomach. For sure. Relationship. Relationship. If you want to date us, at least. <laughs> I mean, you should date us. Yeah, I we're mean, amazing. We're the best together. <laughs> <laughs> date us together. So, um, so then. Uh, Blair is like, you know what? We're just friends, but like maybe something more is going to happen. And he's like, bitch, you don't have any chemistry with this mayonnaise. He doesn't. Dude. He, like, he, he sees what the world sees, i.e. us. Like, yeah. Like, there's there is literally no, no chemistry. chemistry. We're just friends. We haven't shared so much as a kiss, even. Friends. That makes total sense. There's no spark between you two. Never was. You're like a green twig in a soggy match. A rusty hammer in an icy nail. Nate and I have had plenty of spark. Better than that fireworks. That was us. It's you know, it's very forced. And, you know, she is, you know, ignoring it. You yeah. Know, she's ignoring it. And, and she's like, Nate fits into the life that I want. So I want to, you know, even if we don't have that chemistry that I had with Chuck, I still want to be with him because he fits... Into the, the mold, yeah. yeah, and like I feel like you know, in some respects, like with Yale, it was like her ultimate dream. But then I feel like you know, to her be and a Vanderbilt, right? But Nate, too, to a certain degree, was part of her plan. And then when that didn't work out with her and Chuck, um, when Chuck came into her world and come into her life in that you know in that way, it kind of fucked up that trajectory. So now yeah. she doesn't have Yale anymore. Yale's unattainable. But now Nate is suddenly free. Maybe she can at least try to get into that. And so have like some kind of semblance of a life that she at least once <sighs> had Blair. Yeah. And I mean like that's it's nope, it's stupid. It's very but it's you know, she's seventeen. Yeah. She's, it's well, true. She's it feels like she's the 18. end of the world. I'm sorry, she's eighteen. Sorry. Yeah. But you know, she's a she's a teen and she's just trying to, you know, in her mind and her logic is like, okay, well, I couldn't have this dream. Here's another dream that I can that's attainable to me. Yeah. At this time. And she's trying to like move her life forward in a right. manner to her final goal, which yeah, is exactly. be a leader of something. Right. But like also when you're 18, you have no patience for anything. I know. And, and so you want everything now and now and now. And so like she sees like Nate as being something potential, but it's something that is, you know, has, exa- you know, immediate, you know, um, re- re- or, um, immediate reparations at least, or like some kind of like immediate response to mm-hmm. it as opposed to like kind of waiting and seeing what's going on. Especially so. like with what was going on with Chuck. So she, right. she, you know, retaliates against Chuck by saying, Hey, you know what? I, I fought for you. I was there. I was like, 
I was saying I want to be together and you just like ignored me and I that was exhausting for me like it is exhausting to like chase after someone and then them not reciprocate and then you know you lose interest start doing like trying to live your own life and them coming after you like why should you try to be with them like she is she's extreme this is an extremely valid point right and so and with Nate there is no games he's just very nice he's comfortable he's, he's yeah he's decent human being he's not looking to manipulate her he's you know he is what he is and it's nice and i'd have to like worry about he is definitely a nice guy yeah. he's a nice guy tm yeah exactly that's exactly what he exactly. would so i mean and that's i mean you could take that with a grain of salt of not like nice guys in, in your world nice guy tm yeah exactly. yeah so nice guy tm in my world means uh someone who describes himself as a nice guy but ends up you know by nice guy means he's non-confrontational and in that manner does not really re- respect your opinions that might be different or, you it, know, feel as bothered by things that bother you. Right. It's a passive aggression that I don't, yeah. you know, like usually like nice people are masking something very dark underneath. Why are you so nice? I don't trust it. Like perky. I don't trust perky. Oh my God. So, and I have like a long history of like people that I don't trust because they're perky. Like I don't trust that shit at all. Yeah. They're it's masking some Stepford, Stepford wives shit. Yeah. So, anyway, on that regard, Blair is just like trying to all the all the pining for Blair uh, for a VL that she has like put you know into the world. She's like transferring that over to Nate. Yeah, all that focus and drive that she's had towards this goal, she's now shifting to Nate, and it's a lot to to, to handle. And so Nate really doesn't know what to make of it because he doesn't really know his stance with vanessa right. what's going on with that and so he he knows that like blair is definitely putting out the vibes it's like she wants to like move forward and he's like well i've got to like you know resolve what's going on with me and vanessa first before i do anything yeah so he he tells blair that he feels like it's over and blair you know blair is still so she like still wants to be with nate and like is still reminiscing on the fact and she's like we belong together like we this is perfect you know we belong we belong together nate so yes exactly so um so he like they she she does think that they belong together now because she you know sees him to fit the mold and he's like oh you know i'm gonna get dinner with b like she scheduled this thing for us to talk because um so what what dan had told vanessa previously was to give nate some space because um he you left promptly yeah you know and like she didn't reach out to him there's some repercussions for your actions too vanessa yeah like you can't just leave your boyfriend and just not call him for days yeah i mean like yeah he kind of did something shitty but like he deserves a phone call at least they tell like at least for you to like you know what fuck off yeah some kind of reaction needs to happen you know outside of the just like completely dismissing exactly so she and um nate have a talk he breaks up with vanessa and so when he's when he's breaking up with vanessa he's like this isn't working like Vanessa knows that like he's been hanging out with Blair and he's like there's no one else you know he's not lying though because there is no one else he's not with Blair and Vanessa's like oh he's lying to me he's clearly with Blair and so she uh decides to uh retaliate with Chuck yeah they like team up they're like you know what we need to teach them a lesson we need to figure out what's going on we need to let them we need to 
get them to tell the truth essentially about their wrongdoing yeah. because I should not be the one to blame for this, you know, relationship dissolve. And Chuck just wants to like get even with Blair because he's petty. He wants, I don't even know if he wants to get even with her. I think he wants to be with her, but also he wants to marry Boff and kill Blair. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. He definitely wants all those things. He, all the emotions that I feel like he has now is just like all wrapped up in Blair. Yeah. You know, no matter if it's good, bad, or whatever. So, so back to the party. So the party, the soiree now oh is turning to like a colorful of just like, I don't know. Like it's it's you know every episode has to have a party, and so this party is now sweet sixteen, the sweet sixteen birthday of Jenny Humphrey, and so Jenny is assuming that her dad's gonna be chilly, and they're gonna just like hang out and play board games. And so oh my god, the so chili's been put put away. <laughs> so she she and Dan show up to the Vanderwoodsons' loft or whatever they live in hotel. Chili. Who knows? With the with a giant pot of chili. And, and board they, games. And yeah, and Jenny's wearing her really fancy dress with a motor jacket over it's it. It's actually very cute. It's, yeah, it's adorable. And so they show up and it's just like a bunch of socialites. And Jenny is like, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> yeah. She it's is like, great. yeah, she's, you know, the minions are there and they like, they talk to her and they're like, you know, uh, well, like Penelope had a party. Yeah, she was going to have a party. She was going to have a party the same night as Jenny's party, but then she found out that Poppy Lifton was going to be there. She canceled her own party to go there. She's like, "You once, Jenny." Which, like, what? I don't, I don't understand. I feel like Poppy Lifton is like the equivalent of like somebody from like the hills being at your party or something like that. Like, Lauren yeah, Conrad. she's like a little more famous. Yeah, or like or know. established. Right, exactly. Like she's definitely somebody who's like always on like page six and especially like the minions who like want that life so bad. Right, like I mean, she, like, like, they're like in today's world, haters. she probably has like a very intense like Instagram following. Oh my god, she's one of the rich kids of Instagram. Well, she's not a kid. Yeah, but like she definitely has like one of those like travel authentic or like not thought like um, or like one of those like you know jet chatting jet um, jet setting lifestyles. Like, yeah. she's always looking like you know some really cool location and shit. Yeah, that's that's very true. And so like she's probably dates a DJ and shit. Yeah, she dates who knows who she dates. Like it's always a different guy. Yeah. But he's always not rich. Nope. But you know what? She's gonna marry a trip someday, trip or skip. Oh, for definitely. sure. She's definitely gonna like, you know, trap Divorce him, him at like thirty after having a kid, then marrying another trip or skip, maybe a chip. No, she's definitely gonna date like the grandfather. Oh my god. <laughs> and then she gets the old die. Money. Yeah. Yeah. So that's her that's her future. Yeah. But at the party, Chuck and Vanessa show up. Yeah. And they are trying to manipulate Blair and Nate because like they're basically They show like, up together. They show up together. And it's almost gonna kind of a form of chicken. They're like, we're gonna like drive into this point and we're gonna see who's gonna like, you know, break first. Oh my god. And it's- it's weird because like the only people that are playing, no, Chuck and Vanessa are the only ones that are playing the game. And Nate's like, this is over. And Blair's like, I'm not with Chuck. I'm trying to like hang out with Nate. And so Nate and Blair kind of just hang- hanging out. And then Chuck and Vanessa are like, scheming. We got to get him back. Yeah, and exactly. it's it's strange. Yeah, it's strange. And so, like, in order for them, they're thinking, well, let's make them jealous. Yeah. And so, and this is Vanessa who decides it's not Chuck. Yeah, and so they they walk in, and then they see like Nate sees Chuck and Vanessa together, and yeah. he's like, "Oh my because I wanted God. to do something besides feel sorry for myself, but all it's been is sleazy platitudes and you staring at my boobs." 
I came up with several excellent ideas. You just shot most of them down. Yeah, because they all involve leaking a Chuck Vanessa sex tape to the internet. You don't have to leak the tape if you don't want to. You're consistent. You've twisted. On the mouth. And Nate is shook. <laughs> <laughs> With tongue. He is shook. Like, he's, oh my God. He's like, he what the fuck? What the fuck? And it's it's like, <sighs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of like incest that goes on in this community, but it's also like, it doesn't really matter, but aren't aren't Nate and Chuck, are they friends? I don't really even know their relationship they're right now. They're best friends, but like, it's, they're on thin ice. They have been like, you know, early, since early season two, you know. With like the paying for the Archibald stuff, yeah. Yeah, they, but like, but yeah, but like also just like, it's a lot to go on. Like, they're, they're kind of the, the male equivalent of, um, of Blair. And Blair. Yeah, yeah. And Blair. You know, they're always on like, you know, thin ice whenever they're discussing their friendship. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't find it I guess I guess Vanessa is the one that initiated the kiss. So Chuck Chuck kissing his best friend's ex girlfriend is bad. I don't I don't like that. Um so after after the kiss, you know, Nate's like, I have to talk to Vanessa. He's like he just he's like, watch out for him, not hey, we should get back together. He's like, Watch out for Chuck, he's not a good guy. Um don't let him make you do anything you don't want to do. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's uh, intense. So let's go back to Jenny for a second. Okay. So all this is going on. Jenny is like oh increasingly God. getting pissier and pissier. She's like, she's so is, mad. Well, like it's not her party. Exactly. It's she wanted her. it's Serena's party. You know, it's Serena, and Serena made it a, made it an excuse that it's her party. And so like Serena's getting all defensive about like you know, I, I thought this what you wanted. And she's like, no, bitch. You know what I wanted? I did not want all these basic ass bitches around my house. I just want to play board games and be left alone. And it's weird because like Jenny explicitly said exactly what she yeah. wanted and what she didn't want, and Serena like ignored that and was. And it's her fucking birthday. And like, so what she, are you doing? Man? She was kind of manipulated by Poppy into feeling that like because. Um, because like she's not doing things like jet setting with Poppy, she's yeah. not living her life. Yeah, essentially, you know, Poppy Lifton wants Serena to be like, you know, her, you know, other, you know, she wants to be a socialite. She wants Serena to be a little socialite too. Or I mean, Serena is a little socialite to a certain degree. Yeah, but she wants her to be up to her standards. And Serena's kind of like a she's an it girl that sometimes gets photographed because of who she is, not because of the party she goes to. Yeah, exactly. And so like. Poppy like sees potential in Serena <laughs> to be like you know greater, even bigger than her, and like she's like trying to be like her, like she's trying to make Serena essentially her, like her, you know, her social like protege, as yeah, were. like a mentor, right? Exactly. And Serena is manipulated because she looks up to Poppy to a certain degree too, and it's kind of a path where like Serena, you know, can easily fall into, and it's enticing, it's intriguing, it's in you know, it's engaging, it's hypnotic, if you will. It's very you know. It's, it's she wants yeah. to it's she, intoxicating yeah so like the idea it's, that's of the being, effect that serena has on a lot of people too right, exactly. that poppy has on blair right or on blair and serena right so like she's trying to you know follow suit 
but she's like doing it in a way that you know hurts people that she cares about including jenny who wants just a simple yeah calm dinner with her family and so while while jenny did say that she wants that like serena i don't believe that serena thought she was i I believe that serena thought she was doing what she thought that jenny would want even though she explicitly said she didn't because she was manipulated by poppy into thinking that yeah but like also she's like when she's when serena's put against the wall she's defensive and she tries to like make it you know trying to deflect and trying to make it about her like no man you did wrong admit it you know yeah and so jenny sees an opportunity she's like you know what I got to teach this bitch a lesson. So, so Jenny. Oh, God. So, she texts. I don't know who she texts. She's just Gossip Girl. Oh. Oh, yeah. And so, she texts Gossip Girl that there's a party happening at Serena. A real rager. Yeah. And so, every basic-ass person shows up. And it, like, it goes crazy. It's just, like, teens dancing, humping, like, wearing street clothes and not, like, fancy soiree clothes. Um, Just, like, ruining the Vanderbilt's loft. And um, it's it's rowdy, and Poppy's like, "I this isn't my life. I don't want to be at this party anymore. Let's go, Serena." And Serena is, you know, obviously it's her house, so she has to stay and right. clean up. Right. And so now Poppy is like unimpressed. Yeah. What's going on? And Serena is like also like disappointed and like what's going on. She's like, "This sucks. It's not what I wanted. I wanted this to be my coming like my coming back party." And it's like, "Bitch, it's not about you." Yeah. And so it's, it's like she does you. admit it. She admits that it's not for it wasn't for jenny um so so while she's uh kind of cleaning up with dan uh they're they're like just changing sheets and saying like w- there was a couple having sex on the bed i guess already i don't know it's probably like seven o'clock um hey you know. it's early i don't know <laughs> no sex after midnight that's what i always, or before midnight that's what i always say i don't say that or after doesn't matter there's no sex ever that's <laughs> okay um so she's talking to Dan about how she's been feeling like she's in a rut right. and how she, if everything feels so high school. And Dan's like, well, you're in high school and it's and she kind of has this like, oh, I guess I sort of am in high school, but I still feel like I need to do something with my life and like do something like poppy esque. So, yeah. So like so, um, so so Serena, she's like taking a moment to reflect and try to like figure out what's going on and. The part, but like you know, the rager is intense. Like they break furniture. There is just a lot going There's on. It's a lot of destruction. Lily and Rufus come back, and they're like, "What the fuck happened to our home?" Yeah, and so like, luckily, someone called the cops because there's just a huge amount of people outside the the apartment complex or right. whatever. But yeah, but Rufus and Lily show up. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, they that's why that's why the, the kids scattered essentially yeah. because like the, they showed up and they're like, what the fuck is going on in our home? It's pretty intense.' And so everyone leaves." Yeah, and Serena's, like, you know, upset, so she goes and she finds Poppy, and Poppy convinces her to go to Barcelona with um, Barcelona. her. Barcelona. Barcelona. With her, um, you know, and her boyfriend, Gabriel. Like, yeah, you know, we can hang out, you know, take a f- take five, you know, and just, like, relax and just, like, you know, be on the beach and just get, like, you know. Be socialites who don't have any responsibilities. Yeah, just cleanse and just, you know. Oh, my God. And be one with the earth or whatever the fuck you do in Barcelona. I mean, I was there. I got robbed there. It was not fun. Everyone gets robbed in Barcelona. It's a rite of passage. Everyone. You have to get your passport stolen or otherwise you didn't really go there. I didn't get. I've been there twice and I haven't gotten my passport stolen. I got my passport stolen. Nice. It was terrible. That sounds awful. What would you even do? What I did was that, like, I, okay, so... Long story short, I was in Europe for four months, and at the t- very end of my trip, I was gonna—I was two days away from going back to London, where I was gonna go back to Chicago, and um, I was in Barcelona, and then I was gonna go from Barcelona to London. Well, I lost my passport four days before I was supposed to go to London, and so I go 
take a train to Madrid for the entire oh, day to like, go to the embassy to the uh, and the consulate at the embassy. I got a temporary passport to go into London. Oh, then I had to go to another embassy in London to get another temporary passport to take me back to the United that States. That sucks. Yeah, it did suck. I spent like maybe three hundred pounds. Oh my god. Yeah, because it was like temporary passport, temporary passport. Oh, that sucks. That sucks that it got stolen too. Yeah, because it was like it was like a hundred and something. I think it was like maybe one hundred and seventy-five dollars for like an overnight expedited um, temporary passport to get me to the to London, and then another temporary passport to get me from London to Chicago. Wow, that's awful. And because it couldn't change my passport, they couldn't change my flight from Madrid to London. Mm-hmm. It had to be out of London. My God. Because I didn't have any connecting flights for like four more days from London or something bullshit. I, I remember like I couldn't go because I was like either I couldn't afford to stay in the country longer. I was like, thank God. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So thanks Barcelona. 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 So yeah. Doesn't um, matter if you're if you're an it girl. Nope. So um yeah, so she decides to go to Barcelona with um Poppy and Gabriel. Yep. And Poppy and Gabriel, just like the most villainous sounding names, aren't they? I know. And also during that night, somebody had some hanky panky. Oh my god! So, what happens at the rest of the party? So, uh, Blair is talking to Nate, and she takes him into a bedroom and attempts to seduce him. And he goes, "Blair, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I thought we were friends." And she's like, "Why won't you love me? Why won't you let me love you? Why just won't like, you let me seduce you?" Just like Justin Bieber. And so, let me love you. And so she, he goes, like, maybe it didn't work out with us the first time because we weren't friends. And then she says, doesn't it excite you that uh, Chuck and Vanessa are, like, right on the other side of the wall? And he's, like, looks down at his dick and he's, like, nah. Uh, (laughs) Actually, no. And so he just, like, he just kind of leaves and, like, sees. So he, like, they kind of sort of have an argument. They, like, both leave the bedroom, both a little bit angry. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Blair kind of stalks off and then uh, Nate is intercepted by Vanessa um, and he calls her out on scheming and he's like, you're just like Blair. And she's like, what? Yeah. She's also shook by that revelation. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? I'm not like Blair. Didn't even think that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, girl, you kind of are. And so, you know, Nate is now super disappointed in, in Vanessa. And he's kind of like... Definitely I'm, not going to get back with her now. Yeah. So, like, that ship has sailed. And so Vanessa is, like, sad, shook, and just, like, you know... Vulnerable. Super vulnerable. And you know who's there? Chuck. You know who runs with Shook? Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Thinking was... face. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I tried. I failed. Shh. Shook bass. <laughs> nope, this isn't working. Um, yep. Yeah, so they they do a they do a fucking. And they do. They uh, go to Pound Town, Bone City. They they go to uh, fuck township. Pound yeah, Pound Town. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying. There's nothing else that has fucking it. But um, yeah, they definitely fuck def- county. Close. That's pretty good. So yeah, they um they definitely went um they definitely had the sex and. Uh, it's, it's I don't awkward. it's it's not cute. There's no chemistry here. Um, but fun fact, they dated in real life. They did date in no. real life. No, very briefly they did date in real life. Cute, I can see that in I real life. Like, He's I British. His Britishness would like just have mm-hmm. but yeah, made I, up for the charming. Yeah, but like most of this cast, I believe, fucked in real life. Yeah, yeah. Did did Chase Crawford date anybody? 
I don't think so. Interesting. But I know he does. But I know like Edward Stewart was with um Jessica, um some sure and then you know of course famously Penn Badgley and, and Blake Lively were together yeah. for years, and then um Sebastian Stan and Liam oh, right. um, were together for a while. So yeah, it's like you know when you have beautiful young people together, they're gonna fuck. Yeah. It's like kind of you know doomed. So yeah, in, in the morning you know they you know wake up and Vanessa's like this didn't happen you know like and then they kiss again kiss again like you know like the code did it like you know, like, like in the morning Ugh. um you know as in code of day you know like oh my god yeah so. it's it's gross it's gross don't kiss don't yeah it looks, it, looks, it looks very weird yeah on somehow I don't like it and you know um. Jenny, you know, she got reprimanded for like, you know, the party, but she also feels like slighted. Like, this is my party and it's ruined and I feel shitty, but her and her family got to like have like kind of the party they wanted to have. And so. So while Chuck and Vanessa are having sex in the morning, Blair and Dorota are walking along the pond and Blair's, you know, lamenting to Dorota how she'll never have blah, blah, like all the boy that she wants. I should have known it was too good to last. It's just I was having so much fun hanging out with a normal guy like Nate. We may not have had the drama or the electricity, but you know what we did have? Fun? Yes, Dorota. Fun. Nate, he's so nice. Being around him wasn't hard. It didn't hurt. Until now. I miss my friend Nate. Maybe you'll get happy soon. True. The ducks do soothe me. Give me my loaf. Mr. Nate called to ask where your favorite spot. That'd be where he went first kiss. Is it true that you brought me here? Well, you ran off too quickly last night. All I want to tell you is that I do want to be with you. Just not like that. <laughs> Kiss, and it's forced. so boring, and I and fell asleep. Like it's it's the most vanilla kiss I've ever seen in my life. It's so vanilla. So That's um, so vanilla. Yeah, so ugh. but so, there is another storyline that interweaves throughout the episode. Sort of. Kind of, yeah. So Dan, he has his own little subplot. He um is you know, as as we know, he got admitted to Yale. Yeah. He's very excited about it. And you know, apparently you have to pay for Yale somehow. Oh, my God. That's so weird. I know. The college costs money in America? Oh. Apparently. Um, so Rufus, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, right. Um, so Rufus. I didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. I went this to school. Is, this is not a good joke. I don't understand it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I was trying you, to be funny. You went to school like, oh, I get it, because you went there four times. Yeah. Yeah. Cher so has good. too many degrees, <laughs> I would say. Um <laughs> So, uh, so Rufus gets the FAFSA for Yale, and then they he finds out that um, Dan has been denied for um, any FAFSA because you know Rufus 
owns his loft and probably has a lot of money and was able to pay for a lot of private school. So I don't know. So weird that his FAFSA was rejected. Um, they're, they're so poor. Yeah, I know. It's like, ugh, I don't know. Every time they try to paint the Humphreys as poor, I'm like, you own in property in New York City. You own a very large piece of, you do, you are not poor. Yeah. Um, so then Lily finds out about the FAFSA and she's like, Hey, you know, I can, I can pay for Yale. And like to her, it's like no money at all. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. and it's an investment. It's not even an investment. It's like, it's a Birkin bag or something. Exactly. I don't know how much those things cost. Birkin bags cost about 10 grand. Oh my God. That is so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so roof. So Lily then's like, Hey, you know, if you don't want to ha- want me to pay for it, another thing we could do is have you sell the loft. Right. And that'll give you a nice chunk of change, and you'll have more than enough money to pay for college. And Rufus is like, but where will I live? Like, because he's an idiot. Right, it's like, you can move with me. And he's Obviously. Like, like, are we ready for moving in? So, like, that's kind of, like, interviewing throughout the entire episode. It's, like, kind of trying to push Serena, the Vanderwoodsons, and the Humphreys together. And so, like, with... Jenny and Serena, you know, having kind of a clash of the Titans with the party situation. And then, like, you know, Lily, you know, wanting them to move in together. And then Rufus, you know, avoiding to tell Dan about the fact that he can't pay for college. Yeah. It's all kind of, like, murky in regards to, like, the idea of, like, money, which is something that really isn't a huge deal unless it's a deal. Yeah. And because we don't, they don't talk about money, we talk about money all the time until like the idea of like money when paying it's for things, paying when for things, yeah, yeah. So like it's one of those conversations where they talk about it all the time, but they really don't talk about it all the time. And um, that's that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, and so like it's interesting to see how they're all like how they all react to the idea of potentially selling the loft, which yeah. is like his biggest asset. And so like Rufus and Lily have been dating for like I think a couple months solidly yeah. now, and so it hasn't been that long. And they, they, while they do have a past together, they're still not, like, they decide they're still not at the point where they're ready to move in together. And so they just, you know, so another thing that happens is when Lily is kind of defending her actions to Lily about um, inviting all the people to the party, she's she says, you know, she knows that Rufus is trying to sell the loft. And she goes, I'll never be a Park Avenue princess no matter where I live. And um, Rufus is like, okay, I guess that means like we can't really move in together because my kids don't want to live on the Upper East Side. Yeah. And that makes sense. They're in, they're like, they're in high school. They love living in Brooklyn. Like they don't want to be, they, while they want to be, they're in the world. They don't want to be so deeply immersed in it. And they want to have some separation. Yeah. Lily, I mean, not Lily, um, Jenny loves who she is now. Yeah, which is like something you like. She's a character who struggled with her with her identity since yeah. day one of this with the show. So seeing her be confident with who she is in her own skin is really lovely, and it's such a rare feat for anyone in that age anyway to be like comfort mm-hmm. in their own skin. You know, like when I was sixteen, I God I still don't like myself sometimes. Same, you know? but, like, but like yeah, I like who I am, I guess. But like yeah, but like there's some kind of like peace. You you have some peace of who you, with yeah. who you are. And it takes lots of time to get there. So for her to find it, you know, relatively so young, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So um, we leave off with Serena waiting around for Poppy. And she runs into this very handsome, tallish man, blondish man. Who looks familiar. Looks familiar to her. And he comes up and he's like, Savannah? And she's <laughs> like, no. And he's like, and she rem- and they remember, he's like, I last time I saw you had a s- southern accent. 
and you went by Savannah with your other friend Swedlana. Yeah, who was Georgina Sparks. Georgina Sparks. And she's like, oh, hi. And then just as that moment, Poppy Lifton comes in and, you know, Gabriel and uh, who is this guy now is Gabriel. She introduces Gabriel and Gabriel and Serena giving each other like some vibes. Some yeah, vibes like are something, happening. something happened. I don't remember what happened. Did anything happen? No, I but like they really were like know. they almost kiss. Apparently, last time they saw each other and oh, they didn't because right, Dan. Yeah. So there's some vibes happening. Yeah. And so that's where we leave off and they go off to Spain together. Yeah. The three of them. Uh, I have. There's one more thing that happens. Um. There's a v- this is a very very small part of the episode, but uh, Dan, for his piece piece published in the New Yorker, gets a fan letter, and the fan letter we find out turns out uh, it's from um, Scott, who is Rufus and Lily's son. And so Dan is like, I have a fan, I have a fan letter, I'm gonna call him. So he calls Scott, and Scott's phone is um, on like a table at the parents' house. They answer like, and he's like, I'm Dan Humphrey, I'm calling for Scott. And the parents figure out that. Well, the parents assume that, like, you know, Scott knows. Yeah. And it's not even about Scott. It's just like, you know, they don't, like, Scott has no idea about his, like, his, about his, um, his parents' names or anything like that. He just, like, reached out to Dan, you know, for whatever reason. And so, like, he must be onto us. Yeah. Like, figure out what's going on. Let's delete this call. Let's delete this call. How do you delete voicemails? Yeah. So, like, you know, like, so, like, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the idea that you know Dan and Serena will find out that they do have a brother that exists in this world. I love that like it keeps coming closer and closer. Like it's it's just like a little snippet here and there. But when's when's he really going to show up? So yeah, so like that's the episode. It's a very packed episode. Yeah, Lunch there are a happens. lot of. This is a very like the last few episodes have been really like like differentiated between the plot lines, but this one has been really interwoven. That mm-hmm. it, it's like. Everyone kind of interacted with each other and had plot lines with each other. Yeah, almost every character in this episode was represented. Yeah. And like the, the party was instead of being like just at the end, it was like a huge part of this episode. So that was um that was kind of interesting to see how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Um and we're also like we're close to the end. Like this up ep- this season has twenty five episodes, this is episode twenty. So we have like five episodes left of the season. Oh my gosh. So yeah, guys, we'll be back after this messages. Spotted. See the Met steps. And I see one, two, three, four guys wearing Wimby Parker glasses. All super cute. Can't even rival Dan Humphrey. But if you want to be one of these Wimby Parker guys, go to wimbyparker.com slash postloudness to get your free five home day try on. Again, that's wimbyparker.com slash postloudness to get your free five day home try on. And we are back. It's fashion time. Turn it up, fashion. Turn the right. Ooh, fashion, fashion. Put it all on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? Fashion. Put it all on me. I don't remember the last lyrics to the song. Sorry. <laughs> that one's on me. So it is fashion. Um, let's get to talking about Poppy Lufton. She is back with a fierce. Oh my god. Her, okay, number one, her haircut is so fucking it's cute. It's so cute. It's like a so little bob cute. with bangs. So cute. Oh my god. I would never wear that, but it looks so cute on her. I know. It's I a very it girl type thing. I don't have a bone structure for no. it. I I would look like something I would look like something happened to me. <laughs> or like you know, I would look five. Yeah, exactly. Or like like you know, like like it should be like in the, you know, the um, 
gosh, um, the Lollipop Guild or something like that. Uh, from you know Wizard of Oz, we oh, represent yeah. the Lollipop Guild. Yeah, that's right. I would not look cute, but she looks great in it. Yeah, and she's wearing this fantastic fur vest oh my god fur fur i have i have two fur vests and they're amazing and i love fur vests so much oh my god i would i would wear them with every outfit if they matched but they're just so cute and perfect you can make a match that's true i can i have a white fur vest and like a brown little like shorter fur vest that i really want to wear with like a maxi dress um be cute well you know you are cute you're just like you'll just continue being cute (laughs) And Serena, so like th- when they see Poppy, Serena is wearing this like satin t-shirt type thing. It's not like really a t-shirt. It's just like a long sleeve. Yeah, it's really cute. Like I love the way that satin looks as regular clothes that aren't like fancy clothes. Like it's just a casual top and it's made of satin. I love that. I like the um, the uh, the uh, the uh, sleeve yeah, detail like on the shoulder. They're a little bit puffy, but barely. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanessa, she wears. This oh God. purple jewel tone dress and the it front of it is not, not great. Cute. Yeah, look, I think it would have been much better without the ruffles. Yeah, so it has like, so first of all, Vanessa's uh, wearing this, it, like it's a it's a halter type dress and then it has like buttons and ruffles down the front for some reason. And it, it looks, it looks very uh, juvenile. Like even though she's young, it looks like, you know, someone, something that like, a tween would wear right to like look older but it, it just looks weird and like i don't know it's not doing her any favors yeah i'm not a fan of it i mean it's like the color looks great on her yeah like jewel tones do look great on her i don't i don't like jewel tones they look good on her i don't think she should wear them because they like i just don't like the way they look in clothes um if that makes any sense oh well, that's yeah, it's just like it's a fancy party, and you're wearing fucking jewel tone purple to a fancy party. Um, so I like Blair's dress. Blair's dress is so gorgeous. Oh my god! So she's wearing like this strapless sweetheart neckline blue dress with black lace overlay, and it just like fits her really well, and is like very like demure and sexy at the same time and i love it so much i also love when her <gasps> hair is up i know the little tendrils how is she so pretty she's so pretty it's not fair he's as cute as her <laughs> also she looks i was i was a huge fan of that outfit um and then lastly I love Little Jay's outfit. I know. I love the style of that. I have a dress kind of like that. Maybe because like it's not like Little Jay's fashion. Like she didn't make it. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's you know it looks a little bit more sophisticated than her usual outfit. So she's yeah. wearing like it's a it's light a tunic. Yeah, it's a tunic. It's um, it's like it's um, it's like almost like a it's like a, a line all the way down. Yeah, it's pleated and it's a halter. Yeah, it's a halter and it's like kind of like a um like a. Like a cream color, yeah. Like not even cream. It's kind of like toffee. It's a little. It's like it's like it's not beige. It's like blush almost. Yeah, it's, it's like it, a little bit browner than blush. Yeah, but it's a nice color on her. It, it has like almost like a, like a light gold yeah. vibe going on, and it looks really well with her platinum hair. I I my, my dress for New Year's actually is that same shape. Exactly. It's so cute. I love like that shape is first of all real. I made my dress for New Year's, and I am so definitely great. little Jay. Um. But it's like a super easy style to make, and it looks like it looks pretty good because <laughs> you can't really see anything. Like mm-hmm. if you make it in a fancy enough fabric, you look extremely fashionable. <laughs> no, you do, and you look so good. Mine was black news. velvet. Thank you. It's so great. Um, 
So you want to talk didn't about like, oh yeah, gosh, what? I didn't like Serena's dress. She like outfit. She yeah, wore. her dress was like weird. It was like kind of like one of those moo's that she wear that like kind of like a coverall for yeah. like a beach, but like it was like a defi so like the, the Ramos. Yeah, but like but it also had like this like silver metallic thing going. Like it over looked like it. a like like all the tuxedo collars, but like she's worn a dress like this before, but it was cuter. And this one's just the shape of the outline of the collar is just weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, the, the collar really was fine. I think if you remove the collar, yeah, it'd be fine. Just like a plain black dress with a V. So that's fashion. Um, let's talk about music. Speaking of Lady Gaga, every time I talk about fashion, um, there's a Lady Gaga song in this called Money Honey, which is one of my favorite Lady Gaga songs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's going to be a, uh, she's going to be the headliner replacing Beyonce at Coachella. Oh, because of the babies? Yeah, the babies. The babies. B and B Y. That is, you know, I w- Lady Gaga is probably my second favorite artist after um, Beyonce. Fair. Yeah, I loved her first two albums. My um, God, I know. Yeah, um, I'm happy that Lady Gaga is doing it. That's so yeah, should that's be fun great. to watch. Um, Otek Lotek. Um, so when Serena texts her mother that she's going to Barcelona. She her Lily's like, oh look, I have a text from Serena, and then she walks over to the kitchen counter, and there's some sort of tablet that displays text messages, I guess, that's sitting on the counter, and this, she like clicks it. This, I, this this new this like was oh, it this even new product s- placement? Like I couldn't even tell what it was. Like it was probably some like you know Verizon like some Windows ass shit. Yeah, some like Verizon tablet thing that was like not a not a Palm Pilot, but like yeah, <laughs> something it similar was to that. real dumb. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a weird thing. Like, I guess you know it's like iMessaging, but it's this weird thing that displays certain aspects of phone. She just like literally clicked it, and it I don't know. It looked dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> it was like you know newfangled stuff back then. But yeah, two thousand two thousand nine. It was like new. It was like new tech of two thousand nine. Yes. The, the hottest technology. Um. So another sort of old techie low tech thing is that um. Scott's parents delete the call, which is a thing you can do. But also, Scott is a teen, and he is not by his phone. And I find that very suspicious. Mm. What teen is not by their phone? Even in 2009. Well, was I always by? I don't think I was always by my phone in 2009, actually. I was, I, I, let, I um, definitely, because I didn't have internet really on my yeah, phone. Yeah, it's so like, what are you going to do? Check your text messages again? I play games on it. Yeah. Like, that's about it. So, so uh, that's definitely an old tech, low tech thing. For sure. So straight observations. My favorite thing that happened in this episode. So the doorman is Vanya and he, Vanya, Vanya sorry. Um, I knew a girl named Vanya in college. Um, spelled the same. So Vanya is the doorman at Serena's place. And, and Dorota's boo. Yeah. And Dorota's boo. And place. it's so cute. I love it so much. And so, uh, Dan and Jenny walk in and Dan's like, oh, Vanya, I see you're reading Ann Coulter. <laughs> and he reads it because Dorota says it's always important to know what the enemy is thinking. <laughs> I, like, love the, I love like, the undertones of liberal overtones of liberalism in them. Absolutely. And like, that's class. the shit that my dad says, too, about it's shit. Import- like he, it's important he, to know your enemies. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, my dad is always like, you know, he like listened to Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that when we were kids. Oh, my God. And he was just like, you know, you got to know what the enemy is thinking. you got to know. Coulter is, how is she still the fucking enemy? Like, I know. Ah, I haven't been burned her yet. Ten years later. <laughs> oh, I haven't burned her at the stake yet. Oh, like, God. Mom, like, please. Because like, it's 2017 and not 1900. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? We can bring it back for that. Oh right? my god, maybe we should. <laughs> um, there's some, there's some exceptions, right? Um, Nate's password is soccer. That's just like okay. <laughs> this is another old tech, low tech thing, I guess. It is. Passwords weren't quite as like easily hackable as they are now, and so like I feel Nate's like they were, but like but people no one did it. Yeah, but people weren't like people were doing it. But I feel like people, like ordinary people, or at least people who were like consumers of online shopping and stuff like that weren't as you know concerned or yeah. like knowledgeable about the idea of like people hacking their like stuff. no one will no one will know how to hack this right like people are concerned don't understand the internet like people are concerned about like them losing like you know doing like you know identity theft with like their garbage. by actual stealing physical things right exactly yeah. like like going through their garbage and looking at their like you know receipts and stuff that's why people shred stuff but like well it's protected on my i on my, my my emails what's well, fine it's like no my yeah my and good bitch like what are you doing with like this <laughs> my good bitch is my new favorite phrase it's so, it's so much better than my dude yes um yeah like what are you doing like you can't just like have soccer, soccer. Like, but have like also he's a high school teen so like what reason does he have like if his email gets hacked the most someone could do is invite his ex-girlfriend to see blair walking in and out of his house Facts. so yeah uh, that's really funny um um another another thing is uh when nate rejects blair at the very beginning of the episode um she's like she's she thought that nate was gonna like want to be with her and he's like nah not yet and dorota like comes out with champagne and blair's like throw it down the drain it's not a happy occasion wait is that 96 dom actually i'll drink it yeah exactly because she has priorities <laughs> it's so funny that is my bitch like she's like you know what actually i'll drink that shit it's fine it's so good I'll put that with i like i just love like the dramatic tone shift when oh, she realizes what sure. it was like wait a minute 96 dom Let's drink that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing that really confused me was Chuck was discussing Nate's relationship with Blair with Blair, and he described their their chemistry as being the same as the chemistry between a green twig and a soggy match. Oh, you get it? Okay, I get it. I just thought about it. Oh, because they're both wet? <laughs> well, like a green twig has like moss on it. In a soggy match, like you try to like light it like a fire, like a Boy Scout, and oh and yeah, there's like no n- neither of those things will light. Exactly. Yeah, so but it's just it like it's such just a like weird, weird way to describe things because they're, yeah, like, they're wet. Yeah, like I my don't know. like my favorite description of something similar to that is like a wet sock on a windless day. Yeah, it's like ain't nothing happening here. Mm, buddy. Nothing a wet sock happening. on a windless day. Nothing happening here. That's right. Um, <laughs> Nelly asking about if someone died because of the chili. <laughs> So, so she up. smelled the chili, and Dan's like, so like defensively, it's cumin. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> but also, how dare you? Yeah, exactly. Cumin's the shit. Yeah, cumin is the best spice. Yes, and so. it's the dirtiest spice because it's spelled C U M I N. I'm cumin for cumin. I mean, I'm coming for cumin. <laughs> Damn it. Damn yeah. It. E. E. Oh man, so let's work that. I I also want to one more stray observation. Oh, sorry. Um. So Dan at the party is talking to three girls and he's, he's talking about his fan because oh he is a fan. A he's such a dick. He's like, by the way, I have a, a fan. fan. <laughs> Let me tell you about my fan. All about my fan. My fan sent me a letter. He has one fan and he is Asshole. milking it. Oh, for sure. He's oh, my God. 
Fuck off, Dan. Oh, he's the worst. Love it. Ugh. So let's uh, let's write this episode. Let's write this bitch. All right. I give this episode. Uh, I'm going to eight. Yeah, I would say yeah, eight, eight for content. Uh, nine for conflict. Oh my god, yeah. Um, it was it, it was, was really good. fun. It's a really fun episode. I love it. It was woven together really well for sure. And so many like plot points that are gonna, like that are trying to wrap up season two because season two had a lot of shit going on, mm-hmm. and I forgot how long the season is. Oh my god, what like, even happened at the beginning of the season? I mean, like we started off with the Hamptons. Oh my god, we started with Lord Marcus. We did. We've gone so far past Lord Marcus. Holy crap. Yeah, I know. So, like, it's very, very fun to, like, you know, go through all of this. And now, we're like, we're in the final five episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. And things are, like, really heating up. So, I'm super excited to see what this is going. And this is a great precursor to all that that's going to go down. So, yeah, eight Eight and me. a half for yeah, me. Yeah, totally. Love it. So love I love like the just like the side references to mm-hmm. Dan's fan, which was like such a non-essential part of this episode until the very end. Just like all the references to it was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice build fan. up. It's yes. cute. Very, it's a good build up, and also just kept Dan relevant. I think in the whole yeah. episode because like he's been kind of like on the sidelines the last couple of episodes. Yeah. So it was nice to like hear him or like at least see him have like you know you know bring him back into the fold a little bit. So if we sent. Oh my god, we could call it Dan mail if instead of fan mail. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry, bad pun. <sighs> <sighs> Slash Subi. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the episode. Yeah. So Want to thank Cards Against Humanity once again. Thank for you. Let us for being use this a friend. Um, Want to thank Warby Parker as for our ad this week. I want to thank Subi for being a delightful partner in crime and just. Being the Blair to my Serena. Oh my God, you're also the Blair to my Serena. Are we both Serena and Blair? I don't know who I would be. You're Blair. I feel like I'm more of a Jenny, honestly. Yeah, and I think I'm like. I'm a Jenny. I'm a Humphrey. I am a Jenny or Dan. Yeah, I'm definitely a Serena. I think. <laughs> I'm just like I want to be Blair Everyone so much. Everyone wants to be Blair. I really want to be Blair, but I'm definitely Serena. Oh my God. I'm easily manipulated. I I you know I took horseback riding as a child. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm clearly a Serena. I'm a, I'm a Denny, Denny, Jenny slash Dan, Denny, because I sew and I write and I am extremely full of myself at times when I do something good. Yep. Yeah. If I have a fan, you would know about it. <laughs> and want to thank Post Loudness. Um, is a collective we are Post a part loudness. of. Yes. And <laughs> we are a <laughs> yes. We are collective independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, or queer identified hosts. And you can learn more about Post Loudness at postloudness.com. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with some more episodes but until then you, you know, know you love, love us XOXO, XOXO. Gossip Girls Post Lovers Audio